Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to a Cool Truth Podcast production. All right, what's up? What's up? What's up? Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Cool Truth, baby, we're back. I'm Daddy Cool AC. Before I bring the boys in, that's right. We called them out last week, the one and only King Firehawk. He's back. So get on that speaker. Look up King Firehawk. He did a couple episodes. Check it out. But for tonight, we're going to get into some wrestling. We're going to have some fun. We got some good topics to discuss. And with me, the one and only, the professor, Mr. White House. What's up, my brother? What's up? Good evening. Hey, man, we're on a, we're on a little streak here. What's this? Uh, four in a row? Four yeah, in a row? Yeah, yeah, four weeks in a row. Yeah, we're on a little streak. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. And also with us, the uh, Hollywood writer himself, the executive producer, the one and only, Blading for True Zone. Hollywood what's up, guys? What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's up? Uh, good that we're on a streak and uh, Firehawk's yeah. back. He's on his own streak. He had four in one day or something like that. So. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, I think I he did like up. four in 24 hours. Yeah, I can't keep up either. So we did the show. I did the little what's up to him in the beginning. So I tagged him on Facebook and, uh, hey, listen, we got him out of retirement. Yeah. That, you know. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So check that out. And also check out Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. You got uh, you got Diamond Dave Rosenblum show. You got Kobe with the Gao Jing. Uh, the kicking on two is Dave's show. Be sure to check those out as we got to show some love to our boys over there, Retro Mania. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to get it. Guys, you say we're on a streak, and I think it's as not the wrestling world is not as great as we probably want it to be. But there's a lot of storylines in yeah. and out um outside of the business inside of the business i guess a lot of drama yeah drama. a lot of, a yeah. lot of things to talk about and it, it's funny because when we started doing the show again my my fear was we'd get into this like in the past that we'd start breaking down wwe and it becomes like a repetitive show every week or aw and becomes a repetitive show every week and i think that's why we uh you know we run out of steam at times but you know uh, what i think man i think I think this new Tuesday night recording that we've been doing is keeping us away from, you know, reviewing I, I, shows. And, yeah, I think. It, yeah, and it, it doesn't it, get monotonous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool to uh, preview pay per views and uh, review pay per views. Oh yeah, it's fine. I mean, those are like the big things. But I think to do this show weekly, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe if a show's really good, we might want to do it, or if it's really bad, we might want to do it. But uh, doing it this way. Uh, doing it on Tuesday or, you know, whenever we do it during the week, but we seem Tuesday seems to be a sweet spot. Yep. Um, we kind of have been through our group chats and everything else, but coming up with other things to talk about. And uh, we got a couple of those things tonight. So, I mean, I don't know where you, you guys want to go first, but uh, I, I would say, you know, the um, Sasha Banks thing. Uh, I don't know why I want to go yeah, there. But sure, just, we could go let's there. Just jump right into it. I was just thinking maybe the we off, bro. Rip yeah, let's. Why, you know why? Why? Rip why, why beat around the bush? Exactly. Um. <laughs> so, uh, what what was the name of the uh, event she was 
signing at or taking? Uh, I know it was. It's abbreviated C two E two, and all I know is like I call it Chicago, Chicago Con, whatever you want to call it. It's like that Comic Con in Chicago. So this is not just a wrestling, right? This is a one of these big uh, shows, these big meet and greet Hollywood, okay, stuff like that. Um, and I, you know what, I, I. Probably a lot of people listening have been to these types of things. So I, I, I don't generally mean to be offensive to any of you. Uh, I don't go to them. I don't know really what they're all. I mean, I got a general idea. I'm not an idiot. But I don't really, I haven't been there. I don't know what they're all, what they're all about. But um, I don't know. I uh, If I paid $130 to take a photo with somebody, and I'm not saying that uh, the person needs to give you a hug and be you know ridiculous about it. But to be told to stand, you know, a foot away. Uh, what's going on there? Hollywood. Uh, or go. Well, ju- judging by the picture, I think it might have been three feet away. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm being nice. <laughs> listen, there's, okay, two sides to this. And I'm right with you. Right with you on Sasha. But I do remember maybe a year or two ago, there was this really creepy picture online of this bigger dude. And by bigger, I mean, you know, a little heavier, a little heavier set, a little fatter. I don't want to fat shame anybody, but this guy looked a little creepy. And he kind of was bear hugging like Becky Lynch standing behind her. Yeah. And she had her like arms crossed and it was it looked really creepy, like uncomfortable for Becky. Right. Yeah. But that being said. I think, Sasha, if you don't want to be near like the creepy wrestling nerd guy that's going to pay you one hundred and thirty dollars. The least you could do is stand next to him, right? Stand next to him. Right. Not like three feet apart. Like some of these pictures that are floating around Twitter, it's like, did you even meet her at that point? Right. You know what I mean? What like, did, what, what are you, you pay paying for? for? What did you, yeah. what did you pay for? I, 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 that's, that's, I mean, and listen, if you stood in line and pay for it and you're happy with that, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I don't, I, more power to you. I mean, I don't know what to say as far as that goes. I think it just, there's something about her that's just there. You can see why there's these I'm taking my ball and going home issues. Um, it, it, you know, aside from the other stuff we've gotten into with maybe some recklessness uh, since being on the main roster. Um, and I, I don't know, make a big headedness. Clearly uh, there's something like it. I, a celebrity life, yes. Yeah, celebrity life is not for any everybody. I get it, but I mean, if you're going to do these type of events and you're doing it for, you know, a monetary uh, reason, um, don't you have somewhat of a responsibility to at least be somewhat uh, accommodating? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like Great children. Word. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You know, you got a six six. You know. 275 pound monster maybe he's a little overbearing you know i've been yeah, at yeah. shows where guys and girls have been doing signings and you get that one person that just won't leave them alone won't walk away you know wants yep. you to sign 500 things and we we've all been there but this is a bigger event they didn't have security they there was nothing going on there she didn't i mean if you're if you're getting paid that kind of money and you're that concerned you don't have your own private security guard with you uh how, how much would have that cost you 
you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many ways. It, it, the Becky, the, I didn't see the Becky Lynch thing you're talking about. You're telling me that was probably a WWE signing. Uh, there was mm-hmm. no security there. She was up. It's still photos. It's tough. It's just there's something about Sasha that's very unlikable. Um, and you could see why all these issues are arising. White House, your thoughts? See, I would, I would have tried to play devil's advocate with you two guys on this t- particular topic because uh, there's part of me that is a fan of Sasha. So I would have tried to, t- to take that route, but I can't. The reason why I can't was that same day or somewhere around that same time, she took a picture with Danhausen right next to her. Shoulder and shoulder. I mean, arm and arm could have been there. I don't know, but it was close. So why is she doing it with him? But with fans who paid, she's doing this route. That's the well, see you next Tuesday move, man. Well, that's, that's what that is. I, I think the logical explanation for that would be like, he's someone in the business. Right. I guess that would be her. It's excuse. a bad optic, man. That's and and you know, and optic. even I mean, even if this is a um a COVID thing, I guess you could always go there. Well, that's what uh, I thought it was at first when you sent that news article. But then I went on the hashtag, and there are a bunch of photos with a bunch of different celebrities who I who I, I had no idea from TV shows or whatever, and they're like all up on the people. You know, yeah. like like it's a party. You know, mm-hmm. so and I, even saw, I assumed it was it was just Sasha. <laughs> I even I, I mean I saw a picture of with Kid, and him and his dad are, like you said, three feet away. And I'll tell you this: there were pictures of just Naomi. When it's yeah. just Naomi, she was yep. next to the fans, yep. and when it's Naomi and Sasha, the fans are nowhere near. So she, I, I'm just going to tell you this: if you don't know it already, she despises you. I, I I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not in her head. Uh, it, it is squarely my opinion. Uh, over forty something years of life, that would the logic would tell me that she despises you. She That's, does not yeah. care that you are a fan. She does not care that you paid one hundred and thirty dollars. She does not care that you maybe bought her merchandise for your child. She does not care that you loved her in WWE or NXT or anywhere else or the Bethany Town Hall. She doesn't care. And, and I'm sorry, that's just what it is. Yeah, um, that's a fair I have no, assessment. I have no other bone to pick with Sasha Banks other than what we've seen. The I didn't win my WrestleMania match. I got to walk away. I lost the women's tag team titles. I got to walk away. I didn't get my way. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. I injure people. People calling me out about it. I don't want to hear it. Sammy Guevara makes a stupid comment on a on a podcast five years ago. She could have easily dispelled that whole thing. She didn't do it. I, we could. I could. There's lists of things we could go on here. And I'm sorry. I. You know what? I don't care. Th- this is my thing. And. I, I don't. It's is she really that good of a woman's wrestler that we could we just need to <laughs> overlook all this and Tony Khan's guy. I hope Tony Khan doesn't hire her by the no, way. No, no. And I hope Triple it. H doesn't bring her back to WWE. I could care less if I ever see Sasha Banks wrestle again. And it's not just because of the pictures. It's not just because of the recklessness. It's not just because of the taking the ball and going home. It's not because it's be, it's everything involved. Yep. Everything involved. All of um, it. and it's it's utter nonsense. 
she was taken from a small portion of WWE and NXT. Now, give her credit. She worked her way up. I give her credit for all that. And But she was part of a group that that company decided to push to the moon to start the women's revolution. She was part of it. She was put in a spot that almost no women's wrestlers have ever been put in except for a select few. And now she thinks she's the cat's ass, and she doesn't give a fuck what you think. That's right. she, and I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Yeah. Actually, right. I'm not sorry. That yeah. is what it is. <laughs> not, I mean, and it's hard to argue that, you know. And like I, like I just brought up the picture with Dan Housen. You know, yeah, it could be this, it could be that. But optics-wise, it's a bad look. You know, it's it, it, it it's when you look at it, it's she made the choice. She didn't want it to stand next to fans who, who, who paid the $130. And, you know, especially in the day and age of the climate we're in, dude, $130, that, that fills up a truck, you know, that fills, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. That <laughs> well, that, it doesn't fill up your shopping yeah. cart anymore. No, it's that, it, oh, you know, no, no, it's half your shopping cart, depending on yeah. how many kids you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. like it's just that'll it's just, feed one of your kids for half a week. Yeah, it's it's about my house. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's a bad look, bad optic, and the bottom line, she could give two shits. That's sure. that's. I, I mean. My 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 thing with her is this: like, I I could see somebody making the point. Well, you know what? She got hers, and if they're dumb enough to pay and stand, like you see, other people are standing five feet away, three feet away, one foot away, wherever the fuck it is, and you paid anyway. That's your fault. How do we know that these people knew what they were getting into? That they didn't prepay or whatever else. And the other side of it is, you you know, um. You you want you you want the money here. <laughs> Obviously, she did it for the money, but you don't want to do the other things that go along with it. If if I if I was at a signing with Sasha Banks, I I don't know. I'd be like, yeah, I, I I'd expect her line to be the shortest one there. Who the if you're out there and you pay for that again, you're out of your fucking mind. You are. You're out of your mind. I I, I paid less. For a combo for me and my daughter to stand with Rick fucking Flair and Woo. for him to side, sign a, 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 um, a doll, a doll that was still in the package, by the way. Oh, an nice. action figure. Nice. He signed it 16 times, the whole thing. The day after Roddy Piper died, I paid $50 fucking less for Rick Flair than you paid to stand 20 feet away from Sasha Banks. What, you know, a, what a joke. The, the thing about it, too, is like, and I get it. You, people that, fans that wait in airports and shit and do the stalker type shit, I get all, get all that. But Oh, that's something different. Yeah. It, it totally it. is. It totally is. But if you're Sasha Banks and you don't want to be bothered by fans, then why are you going to any con? Yeah. Period. Why? If you're, hey, I'm okay with it. If you don't, if you don't like that and you hate your fans, I'm okay with that. But why are you going? That's my question. I, I happen, I, ha I happen to know somebody whose job it is to go to these events and uh, do signings and appearances. And you guys probably know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, and she herself, you know, at times says it's it's exhausting. There's times oh, yeah. I need to take a break and not do it. I bet she gets exhausted. 
But anyway, my no, point, out of respect, <laughs> I will stop there. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I we we had this conversation a, a couple months ago. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And she was like, you know, sometimes it gets exhausting. You're trying to, but she's also trying to treat everybody a certain way. Like, hey, I'm I'm thankful that you're here. Uh, thanks. Give him a smile. Have a conversation. You know, a quick little. You know, mm-hmm. put my arm around you and take a photo. That I mean that. 30 seconds could be huge for somebody who's also spending uh, the hard-earned money and everything else. And then you have somebody who totally disrespects all that and does what she does. And, and, uh, you know, and then I got to hear crap like people want her in AEW. Why? 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 If you're an AEW fan, why do you want Sasha Banks there? Explain to me, other than the fact that, oh, my God, it's Sasha. She's the boss. She's this. She main event at WrestleMania. I got, okay, I get all that, right? But other than that is, I mean, if you really look at it, we the best Sasha Banks that we have seen, it was a long fucking time ago. Like we're talking what 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. and and NXT. It was a long time ago, and, and she's left the company twice now. And as good as that match was, I mean Bailey, <laughs> Bailey, well, yeah, uh, Bailey oh, yeah. did that match. Yeah, but that. Yeah. But the, you know, I mean, you got to have the dance partner. I'm not. I yeah. don't see when I see a great match. I don't go there where it's. One, you know, maybe you have one guy or gal that's better than the other, but you both perform. Yeah, so we right. never take anything away from that. And the match was great. I, listen, I went on to Ken Reedy's show when Ken and Dave used to do the show, and I called it the match of the year. You know what I mean? So it's, this is not like I've hated Sasha Banks forever, and I I don't hate her. He I calls them I mean, as I, we sees them. Dude, listen, I could take I could take Sasha Banks or leave her. If she never comes back, I'll be fine with it. It just, when you see, you know, and, you know, and, and, if she's afraid of, if, if let's just say it was COVID and you're afraid of that, don't do the signing. Stay home. Yeah. When you feel comfortable, then go. Exactly. Don't, this, or mask up or whatever. Whatever. Whatever the case may or be. Or take your eighth booster. I don't care. I, I, I mean, if my guess is, is it, it, it wasn't a COVID thing, but let's just say it was. If she's afraid of COVID, she probably had all those boosters and everything. Well, you know, let's, we'll go down a path. But you know what I'm saying? Are you sure you don't want to go down the path, Andy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm always here. And you're here. Uh, I'm it's here. It's been a while. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right, except for this uh, this guy down uh, down in Florida. He's getting raided. You know why, Andy? Oh, why, why is that? Did you uh, sign off on that, Dr. Fauci? I'm not going to tell you, pal. But you, you do the math, pal. Do the math. You, you do okay. I mean, the, the, you know who runs shit, Anthony. Right, right. And um, what do you think of the vaccine coming out of Operation Warp Speed? Oh, that warp speed. I did a great job on that, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were something, you. all right. You were fantastic. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Let me ask Thank you this. You. Are, you, are you back to Salt White House again? Uh, now listen, it was never my intention in Antony to insult White House, but, uh, it depends what comes out of his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so Dr. Fauci, let me ask you, uh, ha- do you have any more, uh, magazine covers planned, uh, first pitches? Uh, we haven't seen as much of you lately. Uh, are you hiding from the monkey pox? What's going on? Well, I am. I am all over the monkey pox. It is. Currently being studied to see if it will be airborne for you straight white people out there. Because um, as of now, all right, I'll stop it there. Um, you didn't sell enough masks, apparently. You want to sell more? Is that- uh, no, well, and you see the mask, you got to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Remember, I told you the three keys to freedom was number one was the mask. 
Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was right. I think, I think when you said that, I, I haven't worn it since, but, you know. Well. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Me, Dr. Fauci, let me ask you this. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Are you a fan of Sasha Banks? Sasha, I love her. I love her. Great gal. She was in The Mandalorian. Boy. Whew. She's good. Uh, she's good. Okay. So oh, you, yeah. you You appreciate a, a young woman. I appreciate a young woman in okay. certain ways. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just glad you admit there are women. I mean, I'm happy to hear that. Um, I, I, I would like to see Tony Khan not hire her, though. Oh, what 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 do you like in AEW? Uh, let's see. Jamie Hader's rear end is very very nice these days. I, I'll that's, say that. That's probably the first thing we agree on, Doctor. I think so too. I, I would like yeah. to take a syringe and shoot her up with a booster, if you know what whoa. I mean. Whoa, whoa! This is a family show, Doctor. You don't talk like this on CNN. <laughs> well, White House, do you have any questions for Fauci? Anything, oh. Jim. Anything. Oh, man, you going to be uh, throwing out a first pitch at a Nats game anytime soon? Well, unfortunately, Mr. Whitehouse, they are not looking good for the playoffs. <laughs> I already threw out a regular season pitch. I got to I'm a superstar. I'm like Sasha Banks. I got to protect the brand. So I don't pitch until I get paid. And that's playoffs this time. OK, so what were your thoughts on uh, the Nats trading Soto away, huh? Well, I think it was a mistake, to be honest. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I do. But now he's going out west where they have stricter COVID rules. So that's going to be safer for him in the long run. So. Uh, yeah, uh, that's great, right? Yeah. They, I, I just hope they can keep the power on so they can you know, keep playing baseball. I mean, but that's a, I guess that's a story. For well, you got to conserve, Anthony, sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, you do. Edwards had so, the same problem two weeks ago. Yeah, he did. He did. It happens yeah. a lot. I don't know. All right, I got one final question. All right, final question. Go. I got to run anyway. I got, I'm, I'm very busy. Okay, I'm just going to say one name and first thing that pops in your head. All right. Rand Paul. Dick. <laughs> That's it, guys. I got to go. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Oh man! There he goes. Out of the blue, Doctor Fauci takes over and takes over the show again. It's been a while. It's been a while. That was a good one from Fauci. He was yeah, up, he, he was upbeat tonight. I thought he would be rusty, but he was all yeah, right. Yeah, White, White House avoided. <laughs> Still bitter. That was one of the great moments in Cool Truth history when Fauci mm -hmm. went after White House. Uh, Absolutely. Oh boy. Yeah. All right, so so let's move on. Uh, we'll move on from the Sasha Banks thing. Um, I, you know, that's one of those things. You guys, if you're out there, uh, you know, hit us hit us up on my Twitter at AC Cooldown or Instagram at AC Cooldown at Cool Truth PP. Uh, if you if you feel differently about Sasha, I'd love to hear from you. But anyway, let's move on. And uh, something we talked about. Uh, I don't think it was last week with White. I think it was the previous week. Uh, we were talking about the. WWE guys who left came to AEW to be mm. used differently and used their creativity and all this. And we talked about Malachi Black and Miro and others. And lo and behold, the dirt shits, Miro may not be thrilled with his usage. Uh, White House, I'll kick to you first on this one. Um, how do you feel about this? Do you think there's smoke where there's fire here? Um, just a quick disclaimer of all these stories. 
the the Sasha thing was obvious. The pictures were out there. Uh, we'll get into some dirt shit stuff. I am a believer that dirt shits are fake news bullshit most of the time. But I think it's fun to talk about this because sometimes there is smoke where there's fire. And it gives us good ways to talk about the product in another way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually think there might be something to this with a guy like Miro who, you know, went away for a while, came back, had a match, hasn't wrestled in a while, seems to be su- doing something with Black, but there's not a lot of substance there. Okay, White House, your thoughts? Um, I, I, there could be something here, but when 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 does the question of is it? I mean, yes, AEW has their issues, and oh man, WWE has their issues. But in 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 regards to Miro, what when is it just about him maybe looking the mirror? You know, issues at WWE comes to AEW, thought there's pat greener pastures, doing all right. He was a TNT champ. Run wasn't uh, it was okay. It wasn't as great as I would would have hoped it would be. But when is it on him not always pointing the blame at the company? This is my question. Mm. Hollywood, you take that. I have an idea. I have some thoughts, but you take uh, Okay, all right. Uh, I never... Not that I never would think it that way, but yeah, you bring up a good point, White House, and that, that kind of goes for all of them. That's one... On one hand, they all want to be the guy, but they can't right. be the guy, you know. But I think he's been all right when he came in with the Kip Sabian thing. That was just a mess. That was just a yep. waste of him. Yep. Then when they got the Redeemer thing rolling, it was okay. Okay, and then he disappeared. You know, I, I guess because he's an old toy, and the old toy wants to come to play. But I think this is a problem with the bloated roster. Again, we talk about this all the time. Most definitely. I don't know what the answer is at this point because there's just not enough TV time. There are guys that all three of us want to see see on TV regularly, and we could probably name four different guys each. Yeah. You know, and I don't even know if Miro would be one of those guys. So there's like a laundry list of guys, and I don't know what the answer is if it's more TV time or if it's. Shorter matches, shorter segments, like the Attitude Era, try and cram, cram, cram everybody on. I don't know what the answer is, but I I think at this point, with the rumors of people being a little angry, AC, I don't know if you're about to go into this, but we were discussing today about Tony Khan's attitude maybe changing. Yeah, that was my next uh, one. Okay, Um, yeah, uh, I think he needs to be careful because... It looks like, like I said the other day, it looks like the honeymoon is kind of over. In it, does, it does. And, it, and you know, and, and, and I think that's a great word to use. I think the honeymoon is over. Um, my, my, my one thing is if, if I was to take it from the Miro side of it, um, and I do like Miro, and I, I thought he was going to have a better run so far in AEW than he's had. I think they did get him to a point where you had him built as one of those type of monsters who uh, was difficult to beat and on a roll in the whole thing when he won the TNT title. And he seemed to not have a great run, dropped it quick. Um, then he cut those weird promos while not being on the show about you know, his God and 
letting him down. And it was just, I don't know. Uh, it just seemed like any momentum he may have had went away very quickly. And his return in a time where they're should be frothing at the mouth for stars is like, ho-hum, like, yeah, Miro's back, you know, okay. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, when Brian Cage came in, I, I always go back to, I don't know why I always go back to Brian Cage, but when Brian Cage came in, he came in like a ball of fire, title match loses, it's all downhill from there. Uh, you know, he had a nice little run with Team Taz there. He had a great match with Hangman. Uh, there was something good things. I don't want to make it sound like all terrible, but all you heard when Brian Cage came in was, this is the guy that Khan, Khan loves Brian Cage. Khan, yep. this is his guy. And then Khan takes over Ring of Honor. He has Brian Cage, who he's doing nothing with. And you have, you know, a pure championship. You have a championship. You have a pay-per-view, two pay-per-views. And what, is, what happens to Brian Cage? He ends up at a six-man on the pre-show of the second pay-per-view. Um, you know, it, it did Khan sour on Cage once he got him in the building? Maybe. Uh, White House, you know, maybe maybe there's some truth to what you're saying. My one defense of Miro and that would be would be probably where I'd go with Malachi, uh, where I'd go with um, Lance Archer, uh, Cage, other guys. Archer is, is the one I would use more, but yes, I agree. Is, yes. is guys that you thought, okay, we're onto something here, and really nothing happens with them. And it, it seems like now we're only going to them in these weird put together groups of I got to save this guy. I got to save that guy. Um, I actually, to be honest with you, I've watched half of that uh, Battle of the Belts catch, Battle of Champions, whatever the fuck they're calling it, show they did on Saturday. I've watched half of it. I got to watch the other half. I, I was pleasantly surprised that nobody came out to save um, um, Wardlow. I was waiting for best friends in orange or somebody to come save Wardlow. And I'm like, please let him be put in danger by this group. Yeah. You know, I, I know he just won the match and everything, but now we're, we're telling a story here. Lethal's got this big humongous guy with him. He's got his manager. They're stacking the deck against Wardlow. Uh, you know, he's fighting back, but then it's just too, it's too much to overcome. And then, of course, the story they're going to tell down the road is he overcomes it all like they did with him and, um, and MJF and everything else, which is great. And they didn't have anybody run out, but I was almost shocked that nobody run out because somebody always runs out in AEW. And it just seems like a lot of repetitive booking. To your you point, guys, could, could it be something with him? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You, you mentioned Brian Cage. We're talking about Miro. And you mentioned Archer. Do you think Khan has a problem with booking big men? Yeah. Besides, okay, we got Wardlow. Okay, but that's about it as far as big guys go. Well, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, you still got Moxie. You got Jared. Not that they're big, big guys. Right. Yeah. 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 For AEW, they're they're the bigger guy. I think that he views Moxley and Jericho, and I thought he viewed Darby. But I'm starting to question that. I think he views Sting this way, not Darby. And Darby is attached to Sting mm-hmm. um, as the guys that are his money guys. I don't know if it's the uh, ratings at the time or the merch they're selling or I don't know what it is. 
but he seems to have those guys. Like, Jericho's always going to be in a big promo. I get he's Chris Jericho. I'm not saying he shouldn't be. But it always seems like Moxley's into something, and Jericho's into something, yeah, it, whether yeah. it's good or not. Now, I, I, could, I, I could see his point in the, in the sense that they're over, and by over, I mean literally in the business, not just on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, wouldn't it make sense to have Archer feud with Jericho and maybe go over Jericho to make him a star? But like, you can't keep cashing in on the fact that, like, he's not building anybody right now on his own. Now, he's got Wardlow. Wardlow seems to be, like, the one guy that he's built. He's a bigger dude, whatever. Yeah. But everybody else doesn't doesn't matter. Like, Cage, dude, I can't figure the Cage thing out. Like, he had a great... We liked it. You liked him from the Indies, but I started liking him from Lucha Underground. Right. Then he had that great run in Impact. And then he goes to AEW, and I'm like, all right, cool. We got a big guy. We got our big guy. And he literally Your big has guy not that done could go with the little guys. Yeah, <laughs> he, he could do everything. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't get it. I and really part, don't. you know, I, and the, the, other, the other side of it is I think he likes guys like – I think the reason why you're always going to see Darby in a program – and the reason why you always are going to see Eddie Kingston in a program and certain guys like that is there, there's a sense with those guys where they'll take their ass whipping, they'll take their wins, they'll take their losses. You know, it's almost like they're just willing to do whatever. And I wonder if a guy like Miro, who probably views himself in the upper echelon, I, I would think Malachi would view himself that way. I would think some of the other guys do. Maybe they're not as willing to. You know, maybe Malachi and Miro are saying, uh, why the fuck do I need the job for John Moxley? You know, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe th- maybe, maybe there's something going on there. And and this is where um, if you're being questioned as a leader, which it's possible that Khan is, uh, who's the guy that's going to rein all these people in? You know, maybe the last few years we've all knocked Vince and the, the, the product and the things they've done, the whole thing. But at the end of the day, Vince got blamed for everything because Vince was Vince. It, it, you know, the buck stopped with Vince in a sense. And I guess you so you're say saying even though you're saying even though booking mistakes, dog shit shows, whatever, it was still Vince and it ended with Vince. That's what you're saying. Yes. He has hand in everything. Well, I, I just think that I think that Vince, I think, yes, because. If you cut a promo and Vince didn't like it, you redid it. Oh, yeah. Right, you, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think he wrote it. He would rewrite it for you. Right. Yeah. The, the sense I get with Tony Khan is like, if he doesn't like it, you just tell him to go fuck himself. And then maybe it doesn't right. make it on the show or whatever. Right. And it, who knows? Um, and, you know, it's funny you, you have this come out that Khan's being um, a pain in the ass with the announcers. Mm. Um mm-hmm. Maybe his behavior is erratic. You you have the reports of the fight with Gresham. Uh, you have yeah. the reports that maybe he was impossible to deal with with that show in particular. Um, I, you know, you all you wonder if a lot of what he perceives as success is it going to his head? You got this little rich kid, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not in the camp that just be going. He took daddy's money because. You it's should do not, that with a. You should do that with a Southern Virginia accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we, he's another one that doesn't know shit. Um, <laughs> Tony Khan. Let's be fair for a second. Tony Khan has his own company. That's worth, and he's worth billions of dollars on his own. Did he get his start? 
Did he make his fortune because he had a billionaire daddy? Uh, is he the uh, general manager of a soccer team and the uh, uh, statistics guy for an NFL franchise because his daddy has billions? Yes. I am not denying any of that. I am also saying he has his own successful company. He also made a lot of money on his own. I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here going, oh, well, daddy just gave him a billion for a wrestling company. He's just pissing the money away. I don't think it is. I think there's an ego being uh, coming out here a little bit. And White House, I'm going to kick it to you because you brought this up today. And it's probably a good point of conversation. Um, well, did, did Cody see some of this? Did Cody see it writing on the wall? Uh, I, that, was, that, was my, that was my question. Before I get to that question, the one thing I'll say about Miro, I think what hurt, what's hurting Miro is, I think, the huge success of Wardlow. One. Two, you brought up Cage and Archer, and my feeling on Archer has changed drastically, and and, and it's not for negative. It's actually it's actually a, a more favored than I was before, is because I've seen Archer at this G one, and he's put on he's done a great job, exactly what he went in to do, what he needs to do. He uh, actually also. That the English guy was away for a week, and what they did was they had a couple different wrestlers go in. When it was the G G one time, it had uh, some of the wrestlers do color. That El Fantasmo was one; he was good, and Archer was another one. He was really good, mm. really good, and um, and his he just had a match a couple days ago because I'm only one behind. So this would have been a couple days ago. It was either over the weekend or the end of last week. He had a match with with uh, with uh, Anthony's favorite there, uh, AC's favorite there. Ano, Yono, Yono, the comedian. I highly, highly suggest everybody watch that match. It was fantastic. It was. It, but here, it was here really lies the good. problem, though. You're and, selling. You're selling everybody on Archer for what he's doing in New Japan. No, and then let me get. To, and, and, and and then it's funny, because because when he was on there, and Kevin Kelly and, and then Kevin Kelly even throwing jabs at AEW. You know what are you doing there? No one wants to put you in a match. You're not doing anything over there. You should come all back over here. Just in jest, but but just you saw a different side of him, and 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 that's what makes me a fan of him even more. And it goes to the point of Khan doesn't know what to do with him. Why is it that overseas they can figure it out and they can try different things and they and, and, and they do figure it out and they find something for this guy and it works. Khan has him at his whim under contract and can do dick with him. Yeah, you want to know why? I'll tell you why. I'll give you, this is why. He brought him in. Built him as a monster, and then put Cody over him, and then he built him back up again, and he put Moxie over him, and then he built him back up again, and he put Darby over him, and then he built him back up again, and he put Wardlow over him. He's using him as a stepping stone and nothing more. Yeah, and it's sad. It's sad because there's a lot there. There is, there is a lot there, and uh, it's just, it's just, it's just he does not know how to use guys. It's and it, it mess. This is where I, I I feel like he has his guys. Yes. And Moxley. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. And if you're not one of his guys, 
that's why he likes guys like that's why you always see Eddie Kingston because Eddie will take that shit. Eddie will be like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll beat Jericho, I'll lose to Jericho. I'll beat Jericho, I'll lose to Jericho. And then I'll fight whoever you want me to fight next. And I guess, and I get Eddie Kingston's coming from another, you know, coming from a different place than Lance Archer came from. He's coming from a way different place than Miro or Malachi Black or any of those guys came from. But at, at the same time, if you're struggling for superstars, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's where? Who's there? That's saying like, let's go. Like Edwards brought it up. Think outside the box. Put Hook in the open challenge with Ricky Starks, and lo and behold, what what happens? They put Hook in in a challenge with, with Ricky Starks. But along with that, there's no story behind it now. The story we got behind it was. Taz is going to sit in front of a microphone. It's unbelievable. And they were in a faction together, and they right. didn't write a story. I can't, I can't get that in my head. How does that happen? Go ahead, finish what you were saying, just in case people missed it. No, we, yeah, it, it, they, Taz. yeah. So Taz is standing, sitting in front of a camera, and s- instead of taking a side, which preferably be would be his son, I, you know, I would think. Yeah, I would think or, too. Or maybe he's. Fuck my son. He broke up my team. Mm-hmm. He, he put thoughts into Hobbs's head. That's not what does Taz what does Taz say? Ah, team Team Taz is done. Well, they haven't been a team in a long time anyway. He hasn't come out to the ring as a manager with them and how long anyway. Now he's a full time broadcaster anyway. Did we really need Taz to tell us that Team Taz is done? And not only that, the and and I'm gonna take a little. I'm gonna take Taz to task care a little bit. You can't you can't tell a story here. You can't pick a side. You can't say, you know what, Powerhouse Hobbs should have kicked Ricky's ass and Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Yep. My mm-hmm. son Hook are friends. Yep. Or or vice yep. versa. Or Starks and Hook are friends. And because they turned Stark's face anyway, so you might as well have done it that way. Taz basically sat there and he played into the ring of confusion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it, Man. That, that 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 sucked. So see, you know, yeah, I, I, it's a, it goes a questionable decision making by Khan, and 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 it's the same thing. What we, what I was just talking about with Archer, don't know what to do with him. You could put Cage in that same thing, don't know what to do with him, and now this, and, and this is an example of fucked it up, and it's just, it's just, I don't understand, like, you know, there, everybody talked about Vince and how Vince had his yes men. And he did. But the one thing that it's documented, it's been talked about, it's out there. The one thing that he loved and respected about Bruce Pritchard was he was not a yes man. And and Vince respected that. And, and, and he would take, there weren't too many people he could take a no from, and, but listen, he was one of them. Vince has a little Steinbrenner in him. Yeah. Tony, yeah, Khan, yeah Tony Khan doesn't have... It has to be. I mean, granted, we're not behind the curtain, and we're left to to try to try to read the tea leaves on this stuff. So it's what we're doing. But I don't feel like Tony has somebody that says, you know, that doesn't sound really good, dude. You know, I I think the problem here, AC, don't don't lose what you were going to say. But we just talked about how they skipped, like. 
four months worth of time with Jungle Boy and Christian <laughs> and and Luchasaurus, right? They yeah, just yeah. boom. They kind of did the same thing. Like if Taz wanted to say Team Taz is no more, that should be four months down the road when they're all beating the shit out of each other and he has to decide what he's gonna do. They just skipped it. So now it's over. It's dead. It's dead. They took Yeah. Starks came out yep. with yep. that well, they, great they jumped, video. They jumped him. Oh, bad, sorry. The great video showing him as a heel. He comes out. He's a great heel. Then he turns face and cuts one of the best face promos that they've had. And I'm like, okay, he could do both. This is great. This guy's a superstar. Then Hobbs comes in. So it's not like the performances of the guys are bad. We're not saying that. It's just the fact that tell the damn story, Tony. And yeah. and the thing, this is why I brought this up. Vince was Vince, but he always had a crew around him. Whether you go back to Pat Patterson, Vince Russo, you know how everybody says, well, Vince is the filter. Maybe Tony needs to realize that he doesn't know how to fucking book TV. <laughs> he's an indie promoter. That's what he's doing. Uh -huh. He's booking indie matches. And and dude, if that's what you're if that's what you're into, great. If if that's all you want, fine. But for me, I, I want to see the stories. I want to see the stories. And I think he needs some guys around him. I don't know who that would be at this point, but he needs a crew and he needs to become the final guy, like Vince is. I agree with you. And and the point the, the, the point here, uh, I got a point to make, but the to piggyback off your point. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know that he knows any other way. And what he has to understand is booking indie shows is six shows a year, eight shows a year. Um, I, I've often brought up on podcasts the great um, XWA versus ROH takeover story that they did on an indie show throughout a year. That was great. But you're also talking about it was booked over seven, eight shows and you know, not everybody was at all of them. It's just, it's a different world. You're talking about a company that has two weekly TV shows, two uh, weekly YouTube shows, uh -huh. four pay-per-views a year, uh -huh. however many of these champion shows, and then does their, you know, fake dynamite theme pay-per-views. But having said all that, and we may have felt we may have felt for this too, you know. There was a time when AEW started, and all you heard about was the EVPs and how the Young Bucks were booking the tag teams, and maybe Cody was doing this and Brandy was doing that, and Kenny was booking the women, and they were all getting together. And then you you heard that there were too many guys in the room and too many ideas, and you know Tony couldn't deal with that, so he needed to step in and be the main guy, and you know, things did get did get better for a short period of time, but they also got better, a because fans came back at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, they also got better because CM Punk came, and Brian Danielson came, and Adam yeah. Cole came, and Hangman came back from his uh, paternal leave or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like in. All these guys came back, and now you had some momentum. Kenny Omega was your champion at the time, having probably the best run that any AEW champion has had. All that was going on. Um, is Kenny not being 
we're, we're Don Callis and Kenny and Tony's here. They haven't been around for a while. Who you at the time? I don't know. But the bottom the bottom line is, we talked a long time about Jekyll and Hyde, and they're right back to Jekyll and Hyde. At best, it's probably even worse than that at this point. And you're not putting on, not only not putting on good storylines, you're it's not even short terms ones. You inferior product. They would say, well, it's going to be anyway. The pro- the problem is. I don't want to. I'm not going to take this from the lens of I'm comparing AEW to WWE. No, no, no. I, that's oh, not no. what I'm talking no, no. about. It's this is the bottom line is AEW from what it from what it was three four years ago when it started to what it is now. There's there has been almost no. Uh, there's been no improvement. There's been pockets no. of improvement. But there's been pockets of it getting worse. And the ratings will show that. You have your spikes where they get up to 1.4, 1.2. They get up to a million here and there. But in the end, they have their seven, eight, nine hundred thousand 900,000 people who watch every week. Their little cult following. That's their, their crew. And they're complacent because of the fact that they look up at the 14 to 49p or excuse me, 18 to 49p, which is the advertising demo. And most weeks, when especially when there's no sports, they're number one in cable. And they think because of that number, they're doing a good job. And it's it's a bad, it's not the way to be looking at it. It's not the way to be looking at it. So let me let me bring this up because this needs to be said. And I think... Con with these reports coming out and the way we see the show, if it's true, you know, dirt sheets, like you said, AC, you never know. Um, he could be panicking for a reason. And I got to say this because I watched raw again. Okay. This is week two of the triple H regime. And I'm going to make this quick. Well, it's a good segue. Cause that's where we're going next. So excellent. Perfect. Storytelling. Here's what happens on raw threaded throughout the show. First thread, Kevin Owens beats up Ezekiel in a, like a 30-second match. They stretcher Ezekiel out. I'm assuming that's over. Fast forward, Kevin Owens is in the back. Now, this is at a point in the show, I don't know, maybe like around nine, okay? Maybe quarter of nine, something like that. He's in the back walking in the parking garage, and the interviewer is catching up with him. Kevin, Kevin, what, do you, what just happened out there? In the background, behind this interview in the parking garage, there is a black car that has been driven into one of those stone slabs in a parking garage, okay? Mm-hmm. There's police, and there's Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. talking to the police as if they were witnesses. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Kevin Owens, and he's talking about what he just did to Ezekiel. And I said to my kid, what is going on in the back? Am I seeing mm-hmm. shit? And he's like, I don't know. All right, pause it there. About 45 minutes later, you go into a backstage segment again. The parking garage is in the back view. The car has been moved. Okay, now this segment is Asuka and Alexa Bliss talking about, you know, the feud. They're aligned with Bianca. Bianca. I saw this one. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, in the back. There's the car again. Bailey and her crew come in. They're talking shit to Alexa, whatever. A bunch of cops come running. Running by, yep. Running by. 
Then, in S.H.I.E.L.D. fashion, and S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, the great TV show, The S.H.I.E.L.D. One of yep. the best, if not the best. Claudette and Dutch, played by Bailey and her crew, turn around and walk away. The camera follows, and then AJ's coming from the other side, who is mm-hmm. Vic Mackey, and the camera picks up him and starts following him. And I'm watching this, and I'm going, who the fuck produced that? Because I've never seen that on WWE. <laughs> right? Then... I- you know, you know. Can I, I, I don't mean to cut you in, off. Jump in, jump in. I saw that segment, and the first person I thought of was you, <laughs> because I know, I know why the cops were running. I didn't see the first one, but I saw the cops running, and they're doing all that. And then I saw yeah. AJ come walking, and I go, "Oh, Hollywood's eating this up right." Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I knew it right away. Totally. So, AJ has his main event, whatever his music's playing after he gets the big win, and then you see the police off no. to the side tackling a fan right at the barricade and i'm that you see the crowd looking over whatever they're pulling this guy up and it goes off air turns out it was dexter loomis yep loomis now throughout the whole show they decided to debut him in a three segment background storyline and and they didn't the announcers didn't say a word about it you had to pay attention and follow that story. Dude, I am blown away by what, what they did. I don't know if that's all Triple H. I don't know if some producer has like more freedom now. But well, now everybody knows Dexter Loomis just debuted. And I'm like, we can't get, we can't get a co- coherent story with you know John Moxley and all these guys. All these guys Tony Khan has. He's debuting freaking Dexter Loomis like this. Mm-hmm. That is a big problem for Tony Khan for guys like me. I'm just saying. And I just, sorry, White House, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to ask you guys one go question. Ahead. Go ahead. Go, seeing that happen, now what? You want to see next week yep. what happens with Dexter Loomis? Yep. It's, it's really not that hard. <laughs> was he gonna I mean? attack AJ? What was no. he doing there? Why like, was, I need yeah. to know. Why, yep. why did they? Why did they decide at that point? Did he try to run into the ring? You know, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Wayos. No, Wayos. no. You, you you bring back Lewis, which you knew that was uh, Triple H was very high on him from NXT. Okay, mm-hmm. and now you did you kill two birds with one stone. You bring back him, and the way that they did it was brilliant. Uh, and now you have something for AJ to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's and it's and it's and now you know and, and now you have wrestling fans, WWE fans or whoever saying, okay, they brought this women's this women's group control in mm-hmm. with AJ with Dakota Kai, who was fantastic in NXT, Iowa, who Io, who was Fantastic at NXT. Bailey's back. So what else is going? What who who else is Triple H going to bring back? You know he did this for Loomis. What would he do with with Wyndham? What would right, he do? Right. What's he going to do if it's Gargano? Because if there's any wrestler that was high and high with in Triple H's mind or high. In HBK's mind was who? Johnny fucking Gargano. Mm-hmm. That now oh. what you know and, and look what they and, and look what they did with, with, with uh Ciampa on Raw. Tell me, dude, uh, um dedicating the Harley race to to 
I nearly fell I, over. I, I, I about had a heart attack. I'm like, oh my fucking god. Yep. This was awesome. And 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 Miz playing a role where when he's retired, I think he's going to be yeah. that next mouthpiece, the manager. Man, dude, Khan has to be looking at this stuff. You know, you know, you know, he had him down. He yep. had yep. he had him down. And what happened goes back to what AC AC brought up as a possibility. Got cocky. Got cocky. And you, and you didn't let up. We beat Raw in the demo. Exactly. You know what? The, 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 listen, even if it's not just Hunter, it's the pieces that Hunter's bringing in. It's the pieces Stephanie's bringing in. They're not controlling it all them themselves. They know what they're, they're good at. And what they're good at is finding people who are good at doing something. Well, and I think this is what's going on. Two two observations, and we'll 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 spin it. Now this great segue into the WWE stuff um, with what's going on there is there seems to be a big disconnect between what Nick Khan was doing <laughs> and what the people in charge now want to do. Uh, get just personnel wise. I don't even know if it's a matter of how many more people they bring back or how many more people they have there that they may repackage. And, you know, combination of both, you know, I, I look in, I look at, you know, uh, Edward saying uh, Ezekiel squashed. It, 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 are we witnessing the death of Ezekiel? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just killed that. Yeah, to be... They stretchered him out, so it's Are, are like, they bringing back Elias, or are they going to do something different? Maybe. You know, uh, you, you wonder with that. Um, obviously, to spin it to SmackDown, you had the return of Karrion Cross. Yep. Oh. Yep. Uh, his, oh, big en- his great entrance oh, oh. with the smoke and all that. Scarlet's with him. Most stupid mask. Thrust right into a program with Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> um, now there's a couple ways you could take this, and uh, you know, I'll, you guys have been watching more, so I'm gonna I'm gonna more defer to you guys on this one. But my, I I hope that it's just not to feed him the reins. That would be the Vince thing to do. Uh, I don't know that he's going to beat Reigns and win one of these titles or both of them. Um, but I'd like to see how they how they put him into this program, but make him a main eventer without doing the, you know, uh, he just came back because they needed Reigns to beat somebody. And I think if you just slingshot it and Reigns beats him, I think that's what you get. Um, So, uh, you know, you guys take it from that point. And the other side of it is, what does this mean for, um, uh, wow. Drew. Drew McIntyre. Thank you. What does this mean for Drew McIntyre? The guy just kicks his ass. It's basically steals his program, but he's the one with the title shot at the uh, clash at the castle there. So, you know, this is one of those things where you you look at it and maybe say, did they book themselves in a corner or did they not? And are we going to see the fruits of the different labor here? Go ahead, White House. You could take this. I there's there's what I like about it. The, the, here's the pros. You got many different options here. You know, I like, you know, I like how they 
brought in cross the way they did and how they did. And, you know, you can add them, you can make that castle, um, you know, pay-per-view a triple threat. You could go down that road or this, or where I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, my idea was, was using Cody coming back to do it. But me, but that was way before they Hunter threw us uh, across coming back the way he did. Maybe this is a way to get both of these titles separate from one another. I, I mean, that, there's an option there. Still, how it have to play out, of course. But I, I think there's, I think they're they're open. I don't think they pinned themselves in a corner. I think they opened themselves up to many different options. And I think that's what I, that's what I like the most about this is because I mean, again, I know it's dirt sheet, dirt shits as AC likes to call them, but there is a report that USA is pretty, pretty, uh, butt hurts the wrong word, but a little pissed that on their program, which was supposed to be at one time, the flagship of the WWE, there's no, there's no champion on that show, uh, um, as as that champion's presented on SmackDown. So I don't know if that's a sudden rush to try to split it. But I, I'm on the fence, and I could be a minority here. Edwards definitely chime in, but I think this is a way that they're going to try to separate these titles somehow. I think you might be right. And I don't know if USA is going to be okay with it, but I think maybe this is why we're seeing a United States title um, with the package, the history package. Yeah. Chompa, Harley, Rick. They may be trying to elevate that to be the main Raw title, and I'm not sure if they could get it done. But what you said about the... Well, the ratings take care of that, though, if the ratings are... Well, sure. They're yeah, already sure. ascending, so... Yeah. Um, just just saying is it you know it's one thing oh yeah we have to have the title but if they do something different and they do do a usa title and the ratings continue to go up maybe they're happy that's yeah go ahead. yeah that's i just point. wanted to chime in with that yeah great point um but the other thing about cross yes it does open up options and the other thing that we've been seeing week after week after week with vince and we aren't seeing it with triple h is austin theory and the money in the bank so I think this pay-per-view, the, the castle, Clash of the Castle, you could see Cross get involved. You could see just chaos with Theory cashing in somehow. I don't know how it's going to end, and this is why I like it, because I, I don't see where it's going exactly. That's but they could separate the belts, yeah. getting those two guys involved in the match. Then there's four guys. I don't know which way they go, how they do it. But, yeah, I could see them separating those, those titles. I, okay, so my next question is, because when we when we all were texting about this in the group chat, I said I have questions. Here's my next one. If Reigns defends against Drew, defends against Cross, you know, theory, I don't know, maybe Kasson, maybe doesn't, whatever. If he comes out of all this with the two belts, at what point is the is he are we get to the point of He's, it's ridiculous. He's just cleared it all out. Like, how do you, you know, I think that's, that may be as much as I 
All right. Here's what I'm trying to say. It's not coming out properly, but I'm going to try to rewind again. here a second. I'm going to try, try to get back it up. Yeah. Let me back it up. Here's where I'm going with this. Part of me wants to say that Reigns' run has been so historic that you need something huge mm-hmm. for him to finally lose. Finally lose one of the belts, both of the belts, finally lose. But I don't know if you can do that because I feel like you're going to get to the point where it's just ridiculous and there is nobody that could beat him except maybe his cousin and nobody wants to see his cousin win a title again. There's no reason for it. So by introducing Cross into this in in such a big way and a way that got a huge reaction and a lot of views on YouTube, Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you'd say on face value it's not quote unquote big enough, or is it? In a sense that you yeah. can take one of those titles, and all of a sudden you have a guy that Vince McMahon had no use for, but Triple H has now created a superstar because he fits the mold. That's what that's 100%. the thing. And as a Reigns Bloodline fan, I love watching these guys every week. They're uh, they're my favorite thing on the show. Yep. Well, you have to use this again. Vince booking, Undertaker, WrestleMania. He gives the streak to Brock Lesnar. I hated it. They should have made Bray Wyatt. Yep. This could be the exact same thing we're talking about. Maybe Triple H can say, you know what? Roman has to lose at some point. Why not make a guy? A fresh new guy. And that's that's killer cross Karen Cross. It could be cross. Plus, if he if he was to take the red belt, you could still say he's the five hundred and something days as the universal. You you know what I'm saying? You, there there's ways you can there's yeah, you can separate this. them. So, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. he wins yeah. the fucking blue belt. Who knows? I, I I I believe the universal. I mean, I could be wrong. I think if you're going to separate them, the universal, you know, doesn't matter because it's blue. But I think you keep the universal on SmackDown. You bring back the WWE title over to Raw, and I think somehow between Drew and Cross, you can separate it so Roman still is the universal champion. On SmackDown, because honestly, I'm torn. Because I want to see him hit the that thousand mark, but I don't want him to do it as the dual champion. Do you know what I mean? Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Wait, you want to see you know, him have it for a thousand days? Yeah, I want to see him hit the thousand. You know, that's what? a think, long. He's time. got 300 more days to go. He's got to do it for another year, and. And, and I don't know if it's going to happen, but that, that, I just think that's so. I mean, he's long. number five. I mean, right now, if you look at the top five, he's like he's like number five. Yeah, he's but isn't Bruno? Behind. It isn't. Isn't Bruno's number like twenty two hundred or something? Yeah, I'll never think, catch Bruno. No, there, nobody's right. catching Bruno. Ever. So what's the point then? I, right. I don't right. think there's a. I don't think he. Could, I don't think he could. He'll catch Bruno. I don't think he'll catch Hogan. But why not be that guy after Hogan? You know what I mean? Why or, not? Why? Or, Why well, he's the, the guy after Hogan's uh, Backlund, and he's not going to catch well, Backlund. No. I think Backlund had it for like yeah, five, six right. years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so and, after and, Backlund, so, yeah, what's the point? Pedro. I, 
I think but my question, my, 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 my question for them would be this. If you're going to split them, does it make more sense? Let's just say, we'll just, for hypothetically, we'll say it's Cross that yeah. wins one of those titles, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's better for their product right now? SmackDown the way it is with Karrion Cross being the universal title holder, the blue belt, and staying on SmackDown, and then Roman taking the red belt back to Raw, and maybe that pops their rating for Raw even a little bit more, or vice versa. See, and well, I think but, that's something. I right. think that's a very big question. Well, see, my the way I planned it out in my head, uh, I guess I'll. I love that they're elevating AJ too. By the way, I, didn't, I do too. I, just to throw I, 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 I here here's here's how it. He's got a lot left. Of oh, course, yeah. Oh, yeah. before 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 Cross came in with the surprise, I had this kind of played out in my head, and how it was playing out. And I and I, and I mentioned it in one of our shows it was a week last week or the week before that. I thought, you know, you know, I thought when Cody got hurt, that derailed a lot what they're going to do. But it probably did for what Vince know, was going to do. You know, so how I how I foresee it, Cody comes back, wins the Royal Rumble, and then he goes on, and somehow they they separate the titles. He gra- he, he he gets the WWE title. Roman keeps the Universal. And Cody's going. Cody will do to the WWE title what he did to the Intercontinental title. Edwards, what was that? Sorry, the elevation with the what was his gimmick? He switched them. The, da- the dashing. When, he remember what? Remember yeah, he, what he went he back did? to the old classic. He went to the old classic. So my yep. thing was that you know he he could this still could happen. Cross takes the WWE title back to Raw. Cody comes back, wins the Royal Rumble. Everybody thinks he's going to pick Roman, but he picks Cross. Because on Raw, he's wants Raw. And I think he, you're he, too far. I think you're too far ahead of the game. Listen, right? I, I I'm just having fun. It's all it is. I, no, I get it. I'm okay? just saying. And so he picks he picks Cross, and and they have their program, and and. Cody takes the belt from Cross, and what he does with it is the next night after right after Mania, he comes out with a belt in a bag, and he's doing his cutting his promo, and finally, you know, did this for Dusty, yada yada yada. So he opens the bag, and he takes out the winged eagle. Eagle. I'm down. I'm down. Book at White House. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my mind of why I want. That's what I want to see Cody do. Now, it's just me having fun. It's me just thinking and talking out loud. But that's what I. That's why I envisioned him going to the Rumble, winning the Rumble, going to Mania, winning next night after Mania, doing the winged winged eagle belt. That's that's what I envisioned. I'm- now Cross is kind of putting a little. And it's a good damper on it, of course, but I, I just well, that, that was my thing. That was just that's just how I would love for it to play they, out. They changed the game up short. Time. They did just a little because here, here's <laughs> here's here's the way I'm looking at this. With what the, in the short term for what Triple H has done in the short term here, we're talking about what's going to happen 
clash of the king or the kingdom or the, the castle. castle yeah uh castle, and beyond man. that i think what everybody got has gotten into over the years through no fault of their own through fault of what wwe has become as a company you're always thinking of who's going to win the rumble who's yeah. going to main event wrestlemania yeah who's going to win the rumble who's going to main event wrestlemania and, and I think what we what we're seeing yeah. here, short term, is oh shit, Roman's gonna face Drew McIntyre, but there's carrying cross with, you know, your time's coming. TikTok. Yeah, I don't think that sand's gonna last till no, no, the Royal no. Rumble. You know it, what it, I mean? It, it, yeah. And it's just the, the, it yeah. almost seems like the overall thinking has changed now. Don't get me wrong. I've listened to Triple H in interviews. He's very much aware how big Rumble, Mania, and SummerSlam weekends are to the company. But he may have a better grasp on what we do in between. And I think maybe <laughs> that's what yeah, you're seeing. Exactly. I mean, it's a yeah. short yeah. sample. Um, I, I would say the ratings pop is people having an interest. Okay, let's see what, let's see what Hunter could do here. You know, I noticed in a group chat with my other friends, there's more WWE talk. Everybody's kind of watching a little bit more, paying attention a little bit more. And that's a lot because I think people, because of what Triple H did in NXT, people have a trust with him. And let's face it, every guy who's come up that was ruined from NXT Nobody blames Triple H for those people being ruined because we all know that it wasn't Triple H who ruined them. And now from what the early, you know, observations, I'll call them, because you'd be blind not to see them, is Triple H and Vince McMahon had a very different idea of who was best to be the the go-to guys here as Garrett Cole just gave up another home run. No, it's foul. Thank God. Yeah, no, and, and 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 so I think this is a good monkey wrench in it, but but that's my that's my long term long term love to see. Don't know if it will happen, but that's what I want to see. But in the meantime, like you brought up, AC, the the in between, yeah, that's where that's where we could see Hunter's creativity, his skill, um, I I you know what he can do with these guys. And I really hope, um, you know, I really hope, you know, the Brays, the, the Garganos, those guys who got a raw fucking deal get an opportunity to come back, you know, to see, you know, I like Ciampa in this United States, that United States title tournament. I like that he's going up against uh, Lashley, you know, bring back Gargano. I mean... We never got to see DIY on Raw or SmackDown, and in nope. and, and in a tag team division, and, that's a well, little the only problem right is we now. can't see them versus the Revival either. Again, oh, right, which was no. fucking amazing. Oh my god, so one of my favorite, one of my favorite top five tag team. Matches I actually of all was time. thinking about going back and watching that again. God, again, just damn, because, uh, Um, you know, get you know, there's another DIY. name here that we haven't even brought up. And I know he's out right now, but I assume he'd be back at some point. And 
He's a legend who also happens to have a very good relationship with Triple H, and that's Randy Orton. You know, uh, when Randy Orton comes back, mm. I-, I could see, you know, there there could be a run in Andy- Randy Orton, too. And Two more. Why not? Why can't he get up to 16? Is that 14? And, and yeah, and do, and, I mean, he's in re- phenomenal shape. He's yeah. great Why work. Not? He's got some of the best in-ring psychology we've seen in a long time. Look, look what and he's, he's done Triple with Riddle. Boy. And not only that, Randy Orton beating anyone is not like, oh, my God, he can't beat that guy. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, exactly. it's believable that Randy Orton can beat anyone. Exactly. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things they could do here. Oh, Randy, um, a Randy Cody program? Come on. Happen. It's going to happen. If that's yeah, going to oh, happen. Yeah. Oh, that'd sure. be great. Sign me up. Yep. Yeah. And, and Who if wouldn't want to see that? And if I'm con to go back what you said, Edwards, yeah, I think he's starting to get nervous. Yep. <laughs> Edwards, yep. I got I to ask you this. and It's, it's kind of like, I, I don't know, probably would put a bow tie on our whole conversation here anyway. But okay. everything that's happened up until now, uh, since Cody's left, you and I were probably the two hardest on him. <laughs> um, and now we see what's going on with Khan. Are you uh, are you backing off a little, saying maybe there's something more there we weren't looking at? <laughs> You're a at? dick. You're a dick. I'm just asking. <laughs> uh, you remember my YouTube gimmick, Egg on Face? Yes. Yeah, we might have some Egg on Face. I, I think too, He I, may I, have gotten out right before... He, if he saw this I, coming, man, I think he saw a sinking ship, man. I know, it just, it just, it still drives me crazy a little bit. It here's what it here. I, I guess as a professional, I understand more now. Okay, mm-hmm. but I also guess as the guy that went around the country, went around the world, really, uh, in between, and had a lot to say about all this stuff. Um. There was other avenues uh, for him. It, not it. I listen. It's not WrestleMania. It's not you know. We get it. it, it, it at the end of the day, and I, th- this has been told to me by wrestlers that I've known who have turned down deals from WWE. They all still say the pinnacle is wrestling at WrestleMania. You know, it, 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 they didn't stop chasing that dream to take other deals. They. Stop chasing that dream to take other deals because it made more sense financially and quality of life. But at the end of the day, if push came to shove, they would still tell you wrestling at WrestleMania is the pinnacle of being a pro wrestler, no matter where you go. Yeah, it's that. And I, I, dude, I, I've been thinking lately, I wonder if, if we could ask Cody, you know, he comes on cool truth and he's like, I'll give you 30 seconds. You know, like Fauci, he's a dick, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cody comes on and I say, Cody, what happened to the revolution? You said revolution. I wonder yeah. if his answer would be, well, the revolution turned into a dictatorship. Uh, or, yeah, yeah. Is that possible? Yeah, I guess, I guess yes. Maybe he's saying, hey, I... Maybe he maybe he overshot his wad too, you know. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? You know. But but I I is it possible? And I was only asking not because listen, I know between the three of us, I know I'm the biggest I'm the biggest fanboy for Cody. I, I know it. I get it. You, okay. you are but we, you are but you are right. to be fair, all of us loved 
We right. all wanted Cody to. My, fuck, I, I, guess, I guess. I guess what I would say is my still my biggest issue with Cody is he needed to be the face of AEW, yep. and yes. he didn't do the things he needed to do to become that. Yep. He, and I and still he, will always take issue with that. I think where the egg on face comes in, maybe we <laughs> a little overboard <laughs> with him leaving. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Just a maybe. Dad. I, See, he I, just hurt. He just hurt my heart because. <laughs> I was pulling I for him for the revolution because I love and the psychology aspect. I knew cool. that they would be okay as long as he would and, stay. And now he's gone, and now right, I'm so like freaking out because there's no psychology that, anymore. Right now that we're being honest, I'll just be like full disclosure. I'm not gonna lie. I was butthurt that he looked that good at WrestleMania. I'm like, you motherfucker! <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> fucking match was amazing. And then the separated shoulder. Hey, like, son of a bitch! Oh my this. fucking I, god! I, I do not have egg on my face for you, fucking fanboy WWE motherfuckers. <laughs> you hated Cody. You hated him. Yes. You don't deserve yep. him. Yeah. And, and you got him back, and it's not fair. <laughs> I, I like I asked with you guys. It wasn't wasn't my fanboy asking. It was just a legit, legit question. Like, what if he saw this? What if there were signs? What if there were things he noticed? And it's like you know, and he started having that feeling. Like I, I don't know about this. You know, maybe, why, maybe oh. he just wanted to acknowledge his daddy. Yeah. You know, and 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 and, and, and uh, you know, I, I it's a great just, t-shirt by the way. I'm not great, great. That is a great, great t-shirt. That is a very, very good t-shirt. Acknowledge your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and I and I wonder if that's part of this that he saw it. You know, look at it, you, Edwards. You know, honeymoon's over. All yeah. this stuff is coming out at the same time. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Cody leaves. MJ left, MJF goes ballistic. Yeah, it's a storyline. But what if that's not? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the other one we didn't talk about. Uh, did you guys see the Miro? Uh, not Miro. Uh, Andrade news. No, no. Um, I think a fan on Twitter may have said, who is this guy wrestling Moxley? And Andrade liked it. Wait, from the... <laughs> Wait, from the championship show? Yeah, from the guy from GCW coming in. Yeah. I I mean, do you blame him? <laughs> I mean, Again, I, it, it, the, the rats may be jumping off the ship here. Do, do you right? blame him? Do you blame him? <laughs> well, uh, was it there? I, I, I mean, Tugga, here's another guy. And it, do, do you remember the first time Andrade wrestled and we're texting? And and, mm. and we're, we're texting about, man. How good is this guy? Yes. He stands out on this yep. show. We like him in WWE done of all time. Fucking yep. nothing with him. Yep. It's unbelievable. Uh, no, do, do you think do you think there's a couple guys like him in black where Triple H is like, fuck, I wish I could get that back? Yep. I think yep. Andrade's one of them. I think Black is one. Uh, that's another. Maybe Cole. Uh, no, uh, Cesaro. Oh, Cole Cole is, is probably a big one. Cole for him. big. No, that's Shawn Michaels. Yep. I mean, Shawn Michaels loved. Working with him at, at, at NXT, Kyle O'Reilly's the other. I got a five-year contract, so they're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> you know, uh, but and, and Claudio, I think, I think, I think yeah, Hunter I would like to get his Tony Khan right now. I, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> Look I, at us shifting. The tide is shifting here. And, 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 and you know, I, I just, I just the think fucking that game, baby. 
Dude, and I, I and I and I question the game, and I'm not. I'm like I'm getting all in on the game. I know, dude. It's, it's fuck, dude. <laughs> I tell you what, the fucking game is the watching, man, dude. I, let's just watching put it out Raw there. last month, game is the month, man. Game is the dude, man. Is. Watching Raw last month, and then watching that first Raw after SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Edwards, mm-hmm. please. You to- you saw a different, le- and it was like right away, and you're like, wait a minute, slow my roll here. Let me slow yeah, yeah, my right. roll yep, here. Yep, don't get got- too excited. Right, yep, yep. And I'm telling myself, don't get too excited. Let me watch this through. And it's like, fuck, man, forget it. I'm by by ten o'clock. I'm like, yeah, this is so fucking different. Oh, White House. Just the like- other thing, and and again, this is another small wrinkle that they added. You have Edge come back. He accidentally, he's trying to attack the Judgment oh, Day. He accidentally yes. spears yep. Dominic. Yep. And this week, Dominic shoves him in the back. And Ray's like, no, no, no. I've known yeah. this guy 20 years. He's okay. He's me familia. Yeah. And Dominic's like, F you. Yeah, and he walks away. Him. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yep. pissed because he, you speared me, motherfucker. Right. That, that is the reaction that any real human yes. being would have. Yeah. That yeah. is and the reaction still that anybody to, on a TV That's still trying have. to find his way. You know what I mean? I just think it's great. Yep. This and reminds just, me of Edwards always brings up the shield. Like the shield is like you, you know, our, one of it's our favorite goal. shows. Yes. But yeah, you know, what's uh what's his name goes in his desk. Um uh uh what? what's, No, what's his Dutch, uh Dutch. Dutch. Dutch goes in his desk draw and they're shit in it. <laughs> and what, so what does Dutch do? He goes right after Mac. I know what you put yep. shit in my jaw, blah blah blah. And on any of these wrestling shows, he'd be like, "Yeah, dude, yeah, thanks for putting shit in my jaw." Okay, yeah, you know what? Let's next week when someone's beating you up, I'm gonna come out for the save. But no, <laughs> what did Dominic say? You put shit in my jaw, motherfucker. I'm gonna yep. kick your ass. Exactly. Like yeah. any real goddamn human yeah. being that has balls would do. Yep. Yeah. No, man. It was I, great. It, great. It was see. great. It was great to see. And I and I actually. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Tom Dom turn heel. You know, I could see that going down that start to go down that road and starts fighting, feuding with his dad. Tell me that's not storytelling right there. Yeah. Tell me that is not storytelling. I mean, they could go down to down the depths of you know the shit that Ray and uh, Eddie Guerrero were doing for God's sakes going mm-hmm. down this road. Yeah. The, the, the sky's the limit. It's just you see. And, it, and, it, and what's great about this, it's little things. It's the yes. little things. And the other it's thing about it, too. Major. The other thing, little. The other thing, White House, too, I fully expected Edge made that brood entrance. He comes out. Okay, oh. he's going after the Judgment Day. But this adds a little wrinkle. Yeah. What if Dominic's right? What if it's all a setup and Edge is still a part of the Judgment Day? It's, it's probably not likely. No. But, but they just added that oh. little... That yep. little wrinkle in there just yep. to get keep you going. Yeah, yep. that's storytelling. That's story, that's what Khan just, should be doing. It's just Hunter Great is stuff. doing Great old stuff. school shit, man. Mm-hmm. And it's one oh one. It's nothing. Yep. See, see, Khan's all about the pizzazz, the 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 the, the lights, the, the the everything. And it's, it's like Hunter's going back old school. And it's just like I said this. We, you know, Edwards, we were the three of us. We were talking. Two years ago, I said Khan the, should stop doing what he's doing and go sign Eric Bischoff. I still stand by that, but Eric won't work for him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric can't stand him, but I guess there's a little tit for tat going on, but Eric won't do it. He'll go back to WWE, he admitted, 
but he won't go to AEW. Eric but, Bischoff uh, can't handle my but, Batman boxers. But I, but I firmly <laughs> believe that is one of the biggest mistakes he made. Was he didn't he didn't sign the guy? Hi, Tony. Who, Great show. Who, who not only knows wrestling but knows TV. Yeah, and that's the biggest fucking problem Tony Khan has on his hand. Yep. You know, that's and, well and said. It, and Bischoff would have been a good guy to bring. I mean, nope. I know a lot of people don't like Eric. I know a lot of people hate the WCW and NWO went too long. Too many guys. I get it. I know. But I mean, Bischoff would have been great in there just to add these wrinkles that we're talking about in stories. He'd have been, he'd have been great. Yeah, pal. Uh, and, 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 I might have uh, I might have uh, fondled some women, pal. But at least I'm not hugging the wrestlers, pal. Uh, like that guy. <laughs> uh, a little pipsqueak over there, pal. I kick his ass. 85 years old, I got more muscles than he has and his entire body in one bicep, pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And wouldn't you surprise me if Hunter's leaning on Paul, uh, Paul Heyman either? I, I I have a very hard time I hope not so. believing yeah, I hope so that too. he's involved in this I somehow. love Paul Heyman. Oh. You know what I mean? I just I just think that he's got he's gonna surround himself by what is what does Roman call him? The uh, wise man. The wise man. The wise man. man. The wise yes. man. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome on Friday, man. But what the wise man's not here. Like, Dude, this is cool shit. Dude, and I I'm I'm gonna say something right now, and I you know what? I'm gonna fucking brag a little bit because Years ago, when Roman would cut promos, Edwards and I would yes, sit yes. on this fucking show, show after show after show, and fight with people all the time to say that this guy could cut promos if they would just get out of his way. Yep. He would get that little smirk, and he'd have a little bit of fun, and his real personality would come out, and the promo would be great. And then what would we get? Suffering, suck attached. There's yep. no way he said that on his own. And then he would, and you could just see the him. It, it was a, remember that promo that Sasha or not Sasha that uh, that Charlotte Flair was cutting, and you could just like, like you could almost see her searching for yes. what was I supposed to say next? Yes. Yep. You know, yes. and it just I listen. I I think there's two sides to it because uh, I talked to a good friend of mine. He's a he's a local indie ref. I played football with his brother Eric Stefanowitz. He's a great guy, awesome referee. Does a great job. And we were talking about AEW when it first came on. And I'm like, finally, somebody's going to let these guys be who they are. And he, this is what he said to me. And he's 100% right, thinking back on it. He said, yeah, that's great for the people that can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, basically mm-hmm. saying, like, yeah. yeah, if they can do it, let them. But if they can't, right. maybe you shouldn't let them. <laughs> so yeah. I guess it's a catch-22 in that sure. sense. Yeah. Uh, before, we, uh, before we wrap up here. Um, I just want to throw this out there because I've been uh, I've been getting on these lately. These A and E WWE biographies. Have you guys been watching? I have I not. Have not. But oh, I have. G one is taking up a lot of my time, man. DX is coming up, so I set the DVR. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I've watched Angle and Goldberg. Goldberg was good. Uh, I learned a few things that I didn't know. Um, and I have a little bit more appreciation for Goldberg than I think I did for him coming back and stuff. I, they, they they delved into that, and I, I think I little I understand it a little bit more. Not that I agree with the way he was used all the time, but um, and some of the going back and hearing Bischoff talk about like, yeah, we got him and he beat Hulk Hogan, and then I was just like, what the fuck am I gonna do with him now? Like it was just very honest, <laughs> you know. But mm-hmm. the angle one, it 
Oh man, you! I heard it was really good. It was really good. It's a little bit tough because he they hold nothing back. He holds nothing back. He does. And his That's wife. One thing. Yes. They get into all of it, and it, 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 it kind of like it, one of those ones that pulls at you a little bit, like kind of like Flair after the match the other yeah. night, where you're like, yeah. man, this guy, like he's yeah, he has a little bit of demons, but he's not a bad guy. It was, you know what I'm saying? It was just yeah, like, yeah. Yep. Yep. you know, it's. What he got caught up with is just a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you like, I didn't know. I knew that he wrestled with a broken neck. He won a gold medal with a broken neck. And I know he had neck surgery. I didn't know that this fucking guy broke his neck three times in like one year. Jesus, wow, it's insane. And he and he just kept going. And he he got uh, he wouldn't do. Uh, you you got to watch it. Um, there's an Undertaker one, which I have to, I, I've been waiting to watch that one for like when I really can watch it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, yeah. I don't want to fall asleep Turner and have to go back. Cause obviously that's, that's obviously a big one. Uh, the Undertaker there. And then, like you said, you got, uh, you got DX coming up, which should be fucking awesome. Yep. Awesome. Speaking of DX, I just got in the, uh, the gunpowder. The uh, oh. the, the, the badass Billy Gun pre workout. So nice. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to use it tomorrow, and I'll I'll uh, I will report back on how it is. And if it's good, I'll tell you guys what it is. If you don't know, but I'm not going to do it till next week. There you go. Uh, Plus, they're not sponsoring, so I got to right. make sure it works. For if they gave me money, I'd say whatever. But I mean, not, <laughs> they haven't given me money to say it, so I'm not going to say it. Call us, Billy. Call us. Yeah. Yo, I was like, I was texting. I was texting in a group chat with Conda and Smitty and those guys and uh. Shout out to them. And uh, and Sean's like, did anybody order the gunpowder? I'm like, yeah, it just fucking came in. I can't wait to use it. And, I, and Condor was like, dude, you don't even have to work out if you take that. You just take it and you become a machine like Billy Gunn. <laughs> so I sent the ass man uh, I sent the ass man music video because it's the fucking one of the greatest themes ever. Yes, uh, 100%. But yeah, we'll uh, um, maybe uh, if we all watch that... Uh, DX biography. We'll uh, we could talk about that, and I'm sure there's yeah. going to be plenty of shit we could talk about um, next time we get together. All, All right. right. So before final we thoughts. Out, yeah, go ahead. Before we White House out. final thoughts. So yes, guys, you know I'm all over this G1, and I apologize if I'm killing the, our thread with it. But no, you're not. I just don't have time to watch. Right. So, <laughs> so this is what I did today. I, I sat down on my lunch break, and and I did it even before I got on. We got on together and i'm like okay if i could give these guys five matches to watch if you're not going to watch the g1 i got five matches for you guys and and whoever's listening okay all right they're not in any order okay so i didn't rank them if you want me to rank them after i give you this i i can but here 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 they are the top of my head tanahashi versus naito okay that one was really good Zack Sabre Jr., AC's favorite, mm-hmm. versus Kenta. Okay. Okay. Jonah versus Cobb. Mm. Oh, dude. Okay. That sounds good on paper. Dude. Yeah. Oh, so good. Offspray versus David Finley. And the one I just watched last night, I watched twice before I went to bed. Shingo versus Osprey. Those are the five. All right. All right. All right. So I, I, I'll make a commitment to watch all five of those matches now, now, between now and the next show. Those are the five that really, really stand out. Now, 
you want to, there are some guys that really have stood out in this tournament. Will Ospreay, don't have to say anymore. Jay White's doing his thing, which is fantastic. Juice Robinson in his, in his, uh, I mean, I could even put Juice and Finley would have been number six. That was fantastic. Um, those, that would have been number six. But uh, Juice's role with Bullet Club finally has something for him that, that you sink teeth in. You see his personality. It's fantastic. Two guys that I think uh, were made when this tournament is over. David Finley and Jonah. Mm, okay. Those two, those two have stood out in this tournament. And also, uh, the filthy uh, uh, Tom Lawler really done done a great job. And I think they really used him because, you know, with the How's whole... my boy, Tai Chi? Um, he's all right. I mean, he, he, he's had a couple good matches. Nothing really, you know, he, 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 dude, he's... He's like the Miz, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in the sense of that is a good comparison. Up, you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> he's like he's, the Japanese Miz. He's yeah. a Japanese Miz, dude. He's he's he's, 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 he's his matches are are solid. I just uh, I I love his psychology. I just it, it, they, they, you know it just those these those guys have really uh, Finley after see the Finley was interesting because he had a match with Shingo and I didn't expect him to beat Shingo. I'm like, okay. He he got my attention a little bit. And then he and then he wrestled Juice Robinson. And I don't know if you guys know what's going on with the whole United States title. No. But basically, make a I know cut it short here, but basically Juice won it, had appendicitis, couldn't wrestle in a three way with uh, Will, uh, Sonata, and Juice in a triple threat. Couldn't show up. So they'd said, okay, Osprey, Sonata, whoever wins, United States champion. Will Osprey won. Mm -hmm. But Juice never gave up the title. It was his. He had it. And he didn't give it back. And he wasn't giving it back. And that was the whole shtick. Of of uh, the open uh, uh, the open door with uh, AEW and New Japan, they even talked about it on there. Like, and he had it. You know, I'm not giving it up. It's mine. So during now, this during the tournament, same thing. He came down with it. He would even beat up the announcer and make sure he called him the the uh, Grand Wrestling gr Grand Pro Wrestling. Grand Prix champion, whatever, like the whole long word, not abbreviated. And so, so, but this match with Finley, Finley beats Juice and takes his title, takes the title with him. And after that match, next for Finley was Will Ospreay. And I'll leave that alone so you can watch that match. And that was fan fucking tastic. And that match, and I wasn't the biggest Dave Finley fan. I like this stuff. He's not bad. That that match made me made me a fan of his. I'm like, wow, they may have something, and I do. I think he he's gonna be the next big thing in that United States bracket. There, I could see him getting a nice little run with it. But he did two things. His personality came out. He did some mic work because um, they main evented a match. Uh, he may have ended the match, and he got the mic at the end. 
and he was fantastic. Um, so those are my those are my things on the G one. This one has been fantastic. It's been fun. It's just been nice watching some wrestling. Needed something to get that AEW shit out of my head, and this has been a good fix. But fellas, watch those five, and let me know what you think because those these are these are the five in my opinion. And I would add Robinson and Finley is that six, but those are the five that really stood out. That Naito Tanahashi, oh God, that was really good. And and that was actually one of the nights we were on a Sunday. I had it going on here, and, and yeah, so it was really good. So I'm long-winded. I apologize, but I just wanted to get that out there. Oh, that's all right. No, yeah, we got some uh, homework for the next show and the uh, longest last thoughts ever, but there you go. <laughs> no, it was good. We appreciate it. Hollywood, any last final thoughts here? Uh, Dark Order, Johnny Hungy, whoever's listening. I know one <laughs> of you guys do. Um, <laughs> Blading for Truth at Gmail. Uh, we'll hook you up with some stories. Uh, AC and White House, we'll just do, we'll write stories for your boss. Uh, he can come out to uh, central Pennsylvania and we'll come out to the compound. I'll make him some coffee. We'll chill out. Maybe decaf for him. And I'm just, I'm, I'm we'll talk. Upset. They got they got invited to the compound before I did. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always in here sound wise. So, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know. know. <laughs> I know. We, I, I Your spirit is here, we man. Talk, Your spirit we talk is all here. day, every day. I should be there right here. <laughs> He's like, I fucking I hear you through text every day. I don't need any more. <laughs> drive me insane. <laughs> Awesome. My final thoughts are uh, picking back off the uh, beginning of the show with Sasha and our talk last week about women's wrestling. I have to give shout out to two beautiful ladies and I, I think I'm just going to do this weekly because I said I just want to enjoy their beauty. So I will. And Jamie Hayter and your oh, ass oh. looks phenomenal against uh against uh what's her name the fucking aw champ i can't even think of her name right now uh <laughs> thank you my mind was elsewhere jamie haters ass oh my golf clap yummy yummy and i'm gonna give you another one in the scene that edward spoke about earlier in the back with the cops running through and aj and everything else Why am I why, why am I going blank with names all of a sudden? Who's my girl? Alexa. Alexa Bliss. Thank you. What did that fucking Japanese COVID or Chinese COVID? It's fucking with my brain. I can't think of it. I can't remember shit. <laughs> Some people like to say it came from China, like I do. Anyway, <laughs> Alexa Bliss. I'm gonna give you a golf clap too. You wow. I, I don't really need to see Alexa Bliss wrestle. Just put fish her on TV every week. Oh. Those fishnets, pal. God damn. Ugh. That's NDA approved right there. God damn, pal. So those are my two golf clap golf claps of the week. Might do it weekly, might not. Who knows? It just happened to pop in my head. But Jamie Hater's ass. Oh. The, cool, the Cool Truth Cuties. Daddy Cool. Cool Truth Cuties. There you go. Remember I used to put guys in the freezer back in the day? The yeah. Cool Cool down freezer. I think Roger Goodell's still there. <laughs> he is. He's, freeze, he's frozen by now, I think. <laughs> I, I think Deshaun Watson, which he was still there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up there. Cool Truth, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions for Mr. White House. 
For Blaine, for Truth, Hollywood Edwards, I'm Daddy Cool AC. We will see you all next week. Or you'll hear us next week. Anyway, good night, everybody. Nighty night. Nighty night.